everyone. My name is Scott Young, and I, with me, I have Sean Sturby, our Technical Services Manager. Good afternoon, Sean. Hello, Scott. And this is another edition of the Optrix Insider. We have five topics today instead of our usual three. Uh, the first one is just to pay homage to Dan Kamiski, who is a well-known security researcher who unfortunately recently passed away at the age of 42. Uh, the, I guess you could say the next one is the law enforcement has uh, taken care of the Imitet kill switch. The third topic is Krebs on security has uh, notified everyone that there is a park mobile breach. So if that's a service you use to be aware of that. Uh, our fourth topic is name rec has a DNS vulnerability. And finally, you're gonna talk about a new Wi-Fi standard. Correct. So let's start by talking about Dan Kamiski who recently passed away. Yeah, it was sad to hear that he had passed away at age 42. He's well known in the industry. Uh, he's worked for notables such as Cisco and Avaya and IO Active and did penetration testing. Uh, he's very well known for uh, another DNS flaw uh, that was back in 2008. And he worked with uh, all of the vendors of the DNS software to make sure that that flaw, which could have poisoned all of the answers, uh, was fixed before they uh, actually released this. So he's done black hat briefings, very well known, mentioned uh, he was, uh, he revealed the impact of the Sony root kit, that it had infected over half a million devices, just many, many things. He's very well known and is going to be very well missed. Yeah, sorry to hear that. So my condolences go to the network security research community and his family. Let's talk about the Emotet kill switch. I know the Emotet uh, vulnerability, or we have malware, malware, we've spoken a few times in previous episodes. So what can you tell us about the latest news there? It is just a, a short update. Uh, a little over a month ago, the FBI and a bunch of other police and uh, law enforcement agencies around the world took over the command and control servers for the Emotet uh, malware. And as part of that takeover, they realized that there was a kill switch or the ability to push out a kill switch. So that date was just recently, uh, April 25th. Uh, the FBI, while involved in the takedown of the actual command and control servers and the coordination were very explicit in that the triggering of the kill switch, so the actual uh, impact on other people's computers, even though it was for a good reason, was not actually triggered by any member of the FBI or indeed any uh, American. They do not want to be hit with a, hey, that was unauthorized use. Did we give you permission to remove malware from our computer? Right. Interesting. That was funny. Yes. Okay. But, so nature abhors a vacuum, power abhors a vacuum, even though the Emotet malware has been deactivated and it was used to install other malware. Uh, the people that are behind it are still out there someplace. There's still people who are going to be greedy and motivated by the money that they were able to make under this type of of a thing. So while we might have a reprieve now, expect something to replace it. Yep. 
Well, at least there is some win in there, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. All right, let's talk about our third topic today, which is Krebs on Security has mentioned that the Park Mobile has a breach. And Park Mobile is here where we are. We have Impark, which is in our, a company that owns surface parking lots everywhere. And I would, my understanding is Park Mobile is a similar organization. Correct, yes. Uh, so in this case, it impacted about 21 million users. The information stolen was things like customers' email addresses, dates of birth, phone numbers, license plate numbers, hmm. uh, passwords, although they were hashed, and mailing addresses. So good information for somebody, a spammer, to send and say, hey, uh, you know, here's a ticket for your vehicle, and we're sending it to the your mailing address that so that uh, you know please pay this parking ticket yeah Where, i can go ahead i was going to say i can see how that could be a problem because <laughs> i'm sure they can make it look legit too yes and, a, and also a phishing issue too not just physical tickets but a, a email tickets right depending on that so just be aware if you are a park mobile user. Yes, and the other thing is we now have the ability to tie somebody's email address to a physical address, right. which is not good information to have. Yep, yep. All right, let's talk about NameRec, which has a DNS vulnerability. First off, what is NameRec? Well, NameRec is actually the name of the DNS vulnerability. So. Uh -huh. Cybersecurity researchers like uh, Dan Kaminsky, who passed away, uh, in this case, uh, researchers from Forescout and JSOF have released a report saying that there are nine different vulnerabilities that they are grouping together under this name that affect the DNS implementation on four common TCP IP stacks. So any computer, cell phone is a computer, a router is a computer, uh, you know, nowadays, um, microwave ovens and, and uh, refrigerators are computers. That set-top box, um, right. a lot of smart TVs are a computer. Well, they have to run an operating system, and they don't have a list of every single device, but they say that it's these problems affect FreeBSD, IPNet, NetX, and NucleusNet. These are all operating systems that are used in Internet of Things, uh, devices. So uh, don't know the specific devices that, uh, that are out there, but they did say that a remote attacker could exploit these vulnerabilities to take control of those affected systems. So my biggest concern is going to be on anything that is exposed to the internet, like a home router, or if you've exposed something like a security camera, security system, or uh, um, network attached storage and NAS. So be aware of it and see, go out and look and see if um, NameRec is one of the things that is released on behalf of your manufacturer as being applicable to your devices. And of course, we'll include links in the show notes uh, so you can double check your devices on that. Okay, thank you. Let's talk about the new Wi-Fi standard okay. that you are hearing about. So we're familiar with uh, going into a place, a computer op 
place and saying, yeah, I need a Wi-Fi router. And they say, what standard do you want? 802.11 something. So 802.11 something, A, B, G, N, A, X, and now Wi-Fi 6 are all those standards. Well, the next standard is 802.11 BF. Now, the interesting thing about this standard is not that it's going to give us any more speed or any more capabilities on our devices. It's not going to you know, make it easier to share things. The standard is for Wi-Fi devices as physical object sensors. So you've got a Wi-Fi router or two or a, a mesh at your house, and then you've got all of your uh, devices that have Wi-Fi in them as well. Uh, this standard, which we should uh, have ratified in about three years or so, is going to turn all your wireless devices into sensors, not just to get the data about other wireless devices, but data about the people and objects that are within their signal range. Uh, have you heard of uh, synthetic aperture, aperture radar or uh, radar being able to peer through walls and see people on the other side? No, I, no? I, I, I'm sure it's been in movies, like mm -hmm. um, spy movies, but I didn't know the technology behind it. Yeah. So the assistant professor of electrical and computer engineering at Northwestern University, a Francesco Restuccia, if I'm saying that Italian name properly, is saying that it will, Wi-Fi will become not just communication standard, but will become a full-fledged sensing standard. So you will be able to, you know, instead of having to put a sensor up on your wall to say, you know, somebody's walking around on the main floor, the wireless devices will be able to communicate together and go, there is something moving around here, you know, something large that's going in this direction. I, I've been trying to de decide if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I want, uh, it, it might kill a lot of security companies like ADT and yeah. uh, those type of companies if the need for their service isn't needed or required. Or they will piggyback on top of it and start using this for their sensors. True. Things that can be determined by this standard are the range, how far away they are, the velocity, how fast they're moving, their direction, so where they are, uh, their direction of motion, and the presence and proximity of people and other objects. Hmm. Yeah, uh, this was a link from Bruce Shire. He's also a security researcher. And he, the last sentence is interesting in that he says, there's more details in the article. Now, the sensing they've worked out, and the, but the security and privacy controls have still to be worked out, which he interprets to mean that there probably won't be any security and privacy controls. Yeah, I can see how this could easily be abused. Mm -hmm. it, it's very interesting that, you know, we will, if our devices are 802.11 BF capable, that uh, you'll be able to get a map and I'm very familiar with it because we've done wireless heat maps and wireless mapping for clients previously, where one of the things that they can do is they can do location of the clients based on triangulation. 
which access points can these devices see and how strong is the signal, you can figure that out. Now this is going to go and extend that way beyond just wireless devices, but to any device or any object. And, you know, they're specifically talking about people, but, you know, you'll be able to tell if there's a car in your parking uh, stall, or you'll be able to tell if a cat has run across your back deck. Hmm. Well, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Well, okay. Anything to add to that or? That's it for today. Okay, so thank you, Sean. Wow, lots to cover today. First off, uh, again, our condolences to Dan Comiskey's family who passed away uh, at age 42, which is very young. We talked about the Emotet kill switch that happened uh, with this week. I think you said May, or sorry, April 25th, I believe. Yep, Sunday. Uh, Krebs on security talked about the park mobile breach. There is the name rec DNS vulnerability. And finally, you talked about the new Wi-Fi standard, uh, the BF, I think you said Wi-Fi yep. standard, which can uh, which will allow for sensing of objects, which is crazy. See that in the next three years or so. Okay, thank you very much, Sean, for all that great information. As always, if you enjoyed our episode today, please like, share, and subscribe wherever you're viewing or listening to this. And please do leave a comment. We'd love to see those. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. We'll see you again. Bye for now.